WGNS, Murfreesboro. Do you feel politically homeless, lost in the chaos of modern politics, not sure who to believe? Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am stuck in the middle with you. Democrats call him a Republican. Republicans call him a socialist. He is Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Welcome to the Man in the Middle podcast, season two. I'm Stephen Reynolds, your host, recording today from the historic WGNS studios located in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Well, joining me again this week, he's back, Mr. J.T. Cooper, who is from On Mission Radio, uh, a program you can catch right here on WGNS at 5 o'clock every Sundays. J.T. does a lot of good things for the veterans in this community. Uh, I would really appreciate it if you check out his show. And he is a unapologetic Donald Trump supporter, <laughs> Republican. And uh, we didn't get to everything last week, so we wanted to bring JT back so that we could uh, talk out a few more things, JT. And so let's start with the news that we were just talking about. Let's go ahead and start with the notorious Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who recently just passed away. And uh, we're going right to the politics of this. Woo. So we, we were talking we about... We jumped right into we, that one. Welcome, JT. Come, <laughs> thanks for coming back. I really appreciate it. There you go. Yep. And and I appreciate you having me back again. And again, folks, it's not always the case that you can sit down and have a conversation with somebody that's on the other side, especially today. That's correct. We can't have a... We, always, we can't always expect a civil dialogue. That's right, and that's unfortunate. We are absolutely on opposite ends of the of the spectrum. Th- that's right. But we're going to have a civil conversation. That that's and right. And I'm not going to call you names. You're not going to call me names. That's correct. I mean, the labels are everywhere. They are, and we, and we've got to stop demonizing each other and remember that we're all Americans with just different opinions. Well, I don't know if we're all Americans, but <laughs> we might claim to be. <laughs> we'll get to the Russians in a minute oh, here. Fine. We want to talk about. I that, love JT. messing with you. Yeah, but but let's talk about Ginsburg. You know, um, she passed away. We know that Mitch McConnell. Prior, um, when Obama's last um, uh, year as president, that he delayed uh, bringing up. Now, you brought up a very valid point before the show. Tell people why you think that Mitch McConnell and the Republicans are going to go ahead and Donald Trump is going to go ahead and make a nomination and they're going to go ahead and try to get a justice seated before the election. Absolutely. I mean, there's no reason not to. Uh, a, A president has four years. Right. Correct. Not Three and a half, not three, not the. Donald Trump has fought a rep- a Democratic House. He has for two years. For two years, mm-hmm. it, it's been ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And 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 at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Joe Biden voted for a Supreme Court justice that was nominated by Jimmy Carter after. He was beaten by Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. So between November and January 20, 20th, mm-hmm. Joe Biden voted for yeah. a Supreme Court justice yeah. to be seated for Jimmy Carter. So so this is uh, the, this the has precedent. precedent. The, right. pres- the precedent is there. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Obama, when he nominated 
whoever it was that I don't even remember. Yes, Gorsh, I believe. I mm-hmm. think so. Mm-hmm. But when he nominated the guy, he didn't have the Republican Senate. That's correct. He was the Senate minority. That's correct. And at the end of the day, the Senate is the people who approve and, and confirm. And confirm. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things, it, it goes back to the Electoral College. goes back to the whole fact that every state has a voice. Right. In Congress, you have c- congressmen and congresswomen and Congress people that you have representatives per so many per capita of of the states. That that's correct, but that's one of the and arguments the, and, that's and being the sen- made in the Senate. Mm-hmm. It makes sure that every this is not the United States of California, and New York. That's correct, and that's why the this electoral not- college was put into place. And I'll tell you this, JT. I tell my uh, liberal friends that. They're wasting energy when they talk about changing the Electoral College because you would have to have a constitutional convention. And in order to have a constitutional convention, you've got two-thirds. to have two-thirds of the states. We can't get two-thirds. We can't get two states to agree on whether you should wear a mask or not right now That's, during a pandemic. You are absolutely correct. So there is no There's way. There's no way in Hades. The other part of that is, is when you have a constitutional convention, other things can come up like banning abortion, which might be something that your side would like to do. I want, I want a line item veto a line on the item budget. Veto. I, I want term limits on all career politicians. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and we can agree. We can agree on term limits. Mm-hmm. And everybody says, "Oh, well, we have elections." Not everybody has the money. Well, not. Oh, well, I'm I'm living proof of that. But you know, even with the money, ninety percent of incumbents are reelected in Washington, and it's because of the power of the incumbents. And Donald, and Donald Trump's going to be reelected, and and he very right. well may may be. So let's go back to Ginsburg. Now, what I'm well, saying, you think it's going to be they're going to get one nominated and they're going to get it passed before Amy the election? Ba- There's no way that Amy Barrett is a Seventh Circuit appeals court. Yeah, she's got the the pedigree. Mm-hmm. She's adopted babies from Haiti. You can't say she's a racist. Right. She is an all-American, female, productive member of society. Absolutely. So What I, in the world? Who did she rape? Yeah, right, right. Who did she who well, did she who, who did she disparage well, let me, in let, a high school yearbook? Yeah. That's going to keep her from being not well, she is qualified. You, let me tell you why it's a it would be She's a brilliant qualified. play for the for the Republicans and Mitch McConnell to do this because when Kavanaugh came up, I'm going to be honest with you, it was a disaster from the Democrats in my opinion. They Feinstein made, really messed that up and really helped solidify what was going to be an avalanche in 18 of changing the House, there's probably some states that didn't flop because of the Kavanaugh. I knew a lot of Republicans here, a lot of influential Republicans here, and they were all about Phil Bredesen until the Kavanaugh hearing. And when the Kavanaugh hearing happened, they flipped and said, I can't vote for I can't put Chuck Schumer in charge of the Senate. For 11 and a half years, yeah. the Democrats have been committing suicide. Yeah. And it's been a painful death. I've been in war. Mm-hmm. War is a hell of a place to be. And I don't mean to... Yeah, compare the two. Compare right? the two. I, I understand. But what I'm trying to tell you, death is ugly. Well, let, me, let dying, me explain something to you. They've been crying. Yeah. They've been crying. Yeah. Look, dude, you want to fuss oh. about Trump? 
uh, nominated in Supreme Court justice. Yeah, not fussing. I didn't yeah. want Obamacare. Right. And right. if you don't pass this, you can't read what's in it. Nancy Pelosi. That's true. They that shouldn't shoved be done something either. right down our throats mm-hmm. because they had the power mm-hmm. that we didn't want. And they didn't take one iota of Republican thought and process behind that. Well, they actually, burned. they used Massachusetts Republican model that Mitt Romney put into place. Mitt That's Romney what it was. Is the least Republican person in the Congress. Okay. In, well, in, in the Congress, he was right considered now. a Republican well, governor. I'm just telling you right now. But that, you're talking about the blowback of things that happen with majorities. So I want to move a step further and say, right. let's say that Trump and the and Mitch McConnell and the Republican-led Senate does this. Are you aware of what the Democrats are saying they're going to do to retaliate if that happens? Oh, they want to burn it down. But, well, but they can't pick a bathroom. They don't want to. And they don't down. like weapons. Yeah. No. They don't like guns. They, they don't and want. They to, don't want. Well, they, they can't pick a bathroom. This all ties into what you just said, though. They want to. They, they say they're immediately going to add Puerto Rico and DC as states, which would be four more senators, probably liberal senators. Back to How your are point. How are they going to do mind. that? Well, they've got control. If they've got control of the House, they've got control of the Senate, and they've got control of the presidency, and they... They're not going to win. Okay. Okay. I'm just telling you that's... I'm not saying they're going to. I'm saying that's what they're threatening Harry to. Harry Reid needs a thank you basket from Mitch McConnell. Yeah, probably so, yeah. Because he's the one who did the nuclear option. He did. Now they're talking about taking away the filibuster and having only a simple majority. That's all we need. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's at that point. Well, see, that's where I'm but, with you. But, okay. but just 11 and a half years, you just think about it. For 11 and a half years, mm-hmm. Democrats have been shoving things down the throat of Republicans. Oh. And they've been shoving their way and bullying their... The liberals have become the bullies that they think they set out to fight. Yeah. Well, I see it a little different. Just like how you say the Republican <laughs> Party is... I mean, the Democratic Party is dying. Actually, what I see happening is that um, what happened in 2010 to the Republicans where the extreme side of the party took over and Donald Trump ultimately lead, manifesting itself in 2016 with Donald Trump winning the nomination of the Republican Party, the same thing is going on in the Democrats. You've got the far left, which represents 30, maybe 40% of the base, that is trying to take on the establishment. And But this time, back to our conversation last week, Jim Clyburn, and the moderate Democrats elected a moderate nominee instead of an extreme leftist. So what the Democrats are doing is they're fighting the extremist and holding to the middle where the Republicans have been completely overrun by the extremist. Oh, That's my opinion, JT. You know what they say about opinions, right? Everybody's got one. No, I get it. Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. and AOC. Right. And the squad mm-hmm. are the torchbearers for your party. Yeah, no, only in your mind they are because, see, no. with Jim Clyburn and and Joe Biden coming from fifth place to first place just proved that the centrists are in charge. Jim Clyburn? Yeah, he flipped that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No. Yeah, he no. flipped South Carolina and then no. the, the moderate Democrats. What are you going to do? When a Republican wins, Elijah come and see. Well, that very well may happen. Yeah, that very well may happen. And, and, and Joe, Joe Lewis's seat. Yeah, well, all of that could happen. I mean, look, we can play this game all day we long. We can play when we can. In battleground states and states that are very, very close. Unlike Tennessee, where, by the way, um, you know, 
from the polls that I've seen, internal polls that haven't been released to the public, Biden's performing about 10 points better than Hillary did in 16. Here's the problem. He needs to perform 30 points better, right? And it's not happening. So we're not going to see that here in Tennessee, and I'll concede that to you. But uh, anyway, I want to get your take on RGB. You think it's a good idea to go ahead and get a nominee and go ahead and get a confirmation process going? As much okay. as they loved Obamacare, I'm going to love whoever Trump nominates. Okay. Okay, so well, and um, we won't dive into Obamacare now, but we that'll be something for another show. I would love to do it because I want to talk about more things with you, JT. You're fine. I want to talk about we never got to the virus and the pandemic, and 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 I know that you're an outspoken critic of Mayor Cooper of Davidson County and the um, uh, regulations that he's put in regarding the mask, regarding the openings, and here's where I'm confused from the conservative ideology. What I've always heard is, is we want smaller government. We don't want Washington giving us orders. We don't want Nashville giving us orders from the state house. But then when a local mayor makes a decision like this, suddenly we want intervention from the state house, from the governor. And that's where I'm confused uh, from your side, is that if if you really want local control, then Cooper's the guy that won the election, right? So tell me about Cooper. Tell me what you think is wrong? Is it the shutting down of the businesses and the bars that you're most concerned with? Is the mask mandate? What is it about Davidson County that has you uh, Well, on, for one, yeah, and, and this is just from my perspective. Sure. Personally. Yeah, right. That's all this is, JT. This is just two guys' okay. opinions, right? But once again, we're trying to show that we can That we can have a communication. That's correct. Okay. First and foremost, uh-huh. I spend in excess of sixty thousand dollars in permits and fees to do business in Rutherford in Davidson County. In Davidson year, County. And I don't get a vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't get to vote in Davidson County, mm-hmm. but because I do business in Middle Tennessee, mm-hmm. they come after my business for taxes for business that I do in Right. As a contractor, I do projects mm-hmm. inside of Davidson County. Mm-hmm. Sure. You so business I, license, my, you pay the taxes. My permit fees. Right. Permit fees are out the wazoo. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and I'm being nice because oh, I, I know you. dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I pay more in fees and taxes mm-hmm. to Davidson County than half the homeowners in Davidson County. Right. But I don't get a vote. Right. So it's important to me sure. to be a part of that solution. Gotcha. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. I am not a fan, and, 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 and I'll mm-hmm. give you this one. Uh-huh. You know, you know who was on the steering committee to help get the Major League Soccer Stadium paid for in Nashville? Uh, Cooper was. No, Megan Barry. Who stood beside Megan Barry in the pictures? I, I can't remember. Was it? Uh, Haggerty. Haggerty. Haggerty was there for Jack Ingram. Pushing the boat to get Jack Ingram's soccer stadium built with taxpayer dollars. Yeah. I'm against Look, that. Look, dude. Look, dude. Yeah. I can tell you yeah. the things that made me mad. I'm not one of these guys that just drink the Kool-Aid. Right. I, so do, my, I do my research. I, no, I believe you, JT. So what and do you Haggerty, do? Yeah. Haggerty, I was, I, I was all in for for Manny Sethi. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was all in. Manny Sethi was a doctor that did residency at the VA hospitals. Oh, yeah. Dr. Manny stayed at the VA hospitals after his residency because he knew that the care they were getting wasn't the best care. Right. And Dr. Manny 
knew the the moment I sat down and had a talk with Dr. Manny, he knew that my number one priority for veterans Mm -hmm. was for the VA hospital. Sure. And Mm -hmm. he knew one of the reasons they send their Vanderbilt residents out to the VA to do work. Did you know why? Why? So they can learn how not to battle the bureaucracy? Because they can't get sued for malpractice. They can't get sued for malpractice, yeah. The whole system is set up so that we get the trainee doctors Mm -hmm. at the VA Mm -hmm. so that the hospitals can train them without the hospitals and the medicals having the liability. It's so funny you're talking about this. I'm I'm dead on. No, no, no. I don't doubt you. And I know where the bodies are buried, but so did Manny Sethi. Right. Haggerty is a Haslam, Randy Boyd, good old boy, East Tennessee, Mr. Haslam. So who are you going to vote for? Not Bill Haslam. Yeah. Jimmy Haslam. Right. Writes a million-dollar check every year to the Tennessee Republican Party. He underwrites the budget for mm-hmm. the whole. So the minute Bill Lee, and I I was campaigning for and pushing for, I still think, and I said this last week, Bill Lee's a good man. Right. He's a good person. I don't doubt He has that. a lot of integrity, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have a spine. Yeah, I think, well. And and the minute he he, got elected, when Mr. Haslam picked up the phone and says, you need to hire this guy, this, that, that, eight eight of the dozen people that surround Bill Lee the closest Mm -hmm. are the people that Mr. Haslam told him to hire. Gotcha, gotcha. Because if the Republican Party in Tennessee is going to stay strong and I'm going to keep writing checks, you're going to do what I told you to do. That's usually the way it goes in and, politics, and, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and that's politics. Yeah. And I and I do get that to right. a degree. Yeah. I'm pit, yeah. I'm upset with Mr. <laughs> Lee for letting Mayor Cooper run amok. Mm-hmm. Mayor Cooper's run amok. Okay. Tell Especially, me how. The number one thing that I know, mm-hmm. and, and, and this is what most people aren't, Deep enough to think about. Sure. Where did the money come for Carol Swain? Right from uh, probably not from Davidson County. I'm guessing. No, the 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 majority of money for a Republican mayor, right, and a Republican candidate. Steve Smith wrote a <coughs> huge check. Sure. To Carol Swain. Right. There's nobody in Nashville. Mm-hmm. That Mayor John Cooper hates more than Steve Smith. Okay, Steve Smith owns six of the bars on Broadway. Right. Steve Smith was the most vocal opponent. Of course, to he John was. Cooper. He knew it was going to cost him a fortune. It cost him a fortune. Sure. So and 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 John Cooper has intentionally, and his mayor's office has intentionally. It's in emails. It's not subject to. To it's it's not as a conspiracy theory, right? And what you're they talking about, they are hiding the mm-hmm. numbers of COVID cases. Right, that's what you're saying. From bars and restaurants, right? Even though uh, Fox 17 retracted that story, no, and they said did that not they, retract well, it. They, well, if they, I if can they show re- that to you. If they retract, yeah. if they retracted it, it's because they pressure they they bound to the pressure. Well, maybe. But uh but so so let me ask you this though, JT, and it and Steve Smith, it's, it's really a, it's, it's a really personal about, issue between it. Steve Smith filed a federal lawsuit against Mayor Cooper. Right. And, and Bill Lee. Right. 
and we'll see what happens uh, in that federal lawsuit. But what I want to talk about, you're familiar with Governor Greg Abbott, who is the governor Texas. of Texas. Yeah. And Greg Abbott, Texas is reopening back up. And on Friday, and part of his uh, commentary about opening back up, of course, bars are remaining closed throughout the enti- entire state of Texas. No, it, it's not. Yes, they They're are. Not all the way. And not his, all the way closed. Well, well, twenty percent or whatever. But but he said, Greg Abbott said that it's universally known that bars are the spreader of this of this virus. And so, how's it the spreader of the virus when the people that are dying of the virus is over seventy five? They're not in the bars. Well, I'm just telling you, this They're is not what the in governor the said. Well, that may be true, but Greg it may be— Greg Abbott pushed back a long time. Mm-hmm. He was one of the last governors to, cave. to capitulate yeah, right, right. to the left. Let, let's talk about that. And Well, you say capitulate to the left, but isn't, isn't it actually just capitulating to the facts? The facts are that nobody's dying over 70—nobody's dying. A, the, the percentage of people that are dying uh-huh. at less than 70 yeah or less than point zero 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 five so does that mean that it's okay for our old people to just die off I mean, the old people are the ones that need to take precautions not the ones sure, of us who are healthy sure and I think that there's a lot I've of that got going a, on I've got a 70 year old salesman at one of my plumbing supply houses okay who was positive for COVID uh-huh but he did okay he's he's fine yeah so, but it's not the underlying health issue the underlying health issues, people are dying. There's people who have died that were COVID positive. That had a, they're they're labeling COVID deaths from hospice. Mm-hmm. These people are in hospice. Right, right. But they're being labeled COVID deaths. Sure. To add to the total. Well, what you've had is you've had people that have survived. Uh, diseases for a long period of time, and then the COVID puts it over the top. But listen, I didn't go to medical school, so how they do that is is really and and so well, let's talk the, about even, authority. Even the, even the authorities, you're even right. the even the people from Illinois. Yeah, if you're testing positive for COVID, you died of COVID. And why are they doing that? Uh-huh. Tell me why. Tell me why it is beneficial to the state, right? Like New York, right? To label something COVID. Well, when it's not COVID, you're going to say because the hospitals get the money, right? No, for every not, COVID, not just the hospital, the states. Yeah, the states. The get states the money. are getting extra sure. money. Sure. When you when you die, when you die. Now, now the president signed that bill well, the, the to give it the money. The, but but right? the the moment. Uh oh. Was that me? Yeah. Can you, you hear me yeah, now? There you go. The moment that it became a financial issue. Uh-huh. The Democrats try to figure out how they can make more money off of it because their socialism in their states and their cities, New York City, mm-hmm. they wanted all those health those those nursing home patients to die of COVID because they get $38,000 oh, a I just I just really don't believe that there's anyone on either side of the political parties that wants people to die. No, I just don't believe it's, that, it's, JT. It's not, it's, it's not about dying, but when they are going to die anyway because they're in what, because they're in, they're in hospice in the latter parts of their life. That's in the true. latter parts of mm-hmm. their life, let's make so, sure we make a little money off of that. And don't even say that because here's what I know for a fact: uh-huh. they had a hospital ship, right. the USS Mercy, and, and nobody went out on the and ship. Nobody went on the ship because they put them in the in the nursing homes because the nursing homes get state funds, right? 
-hmm. And the state funds could charge more when they were in the nursing homes than putting them on the hospital ship. Right. Yeah. And you're, what you're talking about is New York and specifically I'm, New York. And, but, and but, LA. Let's, but let's talk about Tennessee where we have a Republican governor, a Republican supermajority, and all of that is happening. Still, the same mandates, very similar, that are but, going down in the rest of the country and the rest of the world are going down here too. For the love of God. Bill mm -hmm. Lee finally stood up this week. And he did said, stand it's up. Done. He, yes, he did we're, do we're, that. We got to get done with this. Right. Bill Lee, for the first time in six months, mm -hmm. stood up and said, "We're done. We got to be done." Right. And and I know that makes you proud, and you think that's what well, we need I'm to do. I'm not proud because I'm mad at him. Well, he right. should have been doing that from the get go. Well, maybe you're right. Uh, here's the thing, JT. There are, and you call you can call us the libs. You can call us the science believers. You can call us the, I, the names. Democrat is all I, I. I don't have to be disparaging uh -huh. to prove my point. You don't, and I appreciate that. And so, thirty percent of the people, no matter how much you say this this isn't going to kill you, this is safe. It's okay to go out. About 30% of the people, they're going to be very cautious. They're not going to participate in the economy until they feel comfortable again. But those people aren't the ones who have kids with diapers. Well, those people, the people. Okay, yeah. one of my best friends uh -huh. in the world is Fred Cannon. Uh -huh. Him and Rose are in their 70s. Mm -hmm. Fred's had open heart surgery. Right. Fred was the first person in my life. Mm-hmm. That stayed locked in his house. Yeah, yeah. For, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. JT, don't come visit. Right. I don't want you to come visit. Right. I respected that. Yeah. That was Fred's choice. Absolutely. That was Fred looking out for Fred and his wife, Rose. Absolutely. I will respect that as long as the day is long. I don't doubt that you will. Fred, Fred would order shipped through Kroger's. Uh-huh. He would... He would order, and they would leave it on this. Oh, yeah. They would leave it on his porch. Yeah, sure. Fred is the kind of guy who had to watch what was going on sure. because he was in the dynamic. Right. He was in that that target group. Sure. But where? But what? Why? Where does your freedom to fear for yourself uh -huh. cross the line of intruding into my freedom? Of me not caring, that's my civil liberties. Yep, that's right. my freedom right. to go to Walmart yeah. without a mask on if mm -hmm. I want to. Mm -hmm. Look, dude, So I, I, we can argue about that some, but at the end of the day, my liberty, if I'm not afraid, yeah. why do I have to share your fear? Right. So, so I'm going to concede that to you, and that's kind of the point that I'm trying to make. And just so you know, for every example of somebody that you can bring up that does that, like I can bring up a good friend of mine whose son, who was 30 years old, died and want to know from COVID, want to know what his pre-existing condition was? What? He had no health insurance. That was what his pre-existing condition was. Health, COVID is covered they by wanted, federal government. They wouldn't. He he did not. He himself refused to see the doctors because he didn't want to pay the bills because he he didn't have but health if you, insurance. If you tested for COVID. If right. you tested positive for COVID, all the COVID bills are picked up by the federal government. Well, and and you can go back and listen to his dad. That's on my podcast. They thought. Just like you did, it doesn't impact young people. He'll be fine. He'll just have a mild case. Everything will be okay. But it didn't happen that way. He died. He died five days uh, after he was got his diagnosis back. But, um, but anyway, um, my point is, to your point, 
you're right. I'm, I'm not going to argue on the uh, efficacy of masks and whether they work. Um, for me, the science is there. For you, you may make a different decision. But this is what I want to say. If 30% of the population doesn't participate in the economy, they're not going out to eat, they're not going to bars, they're not going wherever, uh, doing their normal shopping, you don't have an economy. The 30% makes a, a ton of a difference. Yes. And my point is, is that we have to make everyone feel comfortable. But see, the, 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 the resistance mm-hmm. of the American people. Uh-huh, right. One of my favorite restaurants yeah. here in Murfreesboro. Yeah. And they don't probably advertise with you, but I'm going to say this. One of my favorite restaurants is Milano's. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love Milano's, Milano's yeah. too. Absolutely. And Jack, Jack he's is all, a great guy. He's awesome. Yeah. But even Jack changed his menu to offer a takeout version for mm-hmm. a family. Yeah. Because he had to roll with the punches. That's correct. And and, and, and here's what I think we forget at some point mm-hmm. is Americans are adaptable. Yes, They've we are. always, from the Wild West to the to this, to that, to mm-hmm. we're always been adaptable. We've got a lot of ingenuity, Ingen- creativity, and, yes. And and, and, and and even some of your chain restaurants that yeah. never did takeout right. have come up with family meal plans. And to do that to survive. To survive. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and, and if you're willing to do that, great. Right. If you're not... Even Mayor Cooper was doing beer, allowing takeout beer sales. Yes, for the Even first time Mayor in history. Cooper, for mm-hmm. the first time ever, mm-hmm. you could order a meal in order because Nashville has got a lot of microbreweries. Yes, they do. And that's right. the only place you can buy their beer. Right. So what I'm trying to say is we hamstring if, uh-huh. if yeah. we hamstring people mm-hmm. to make them feel as depressed as we are. Right. Then we get to the point where everybody gives up. It's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy, is what you're really saying, and that's why. So, so um, you know, I think that we do have to find this balance, and I think that we do have to find the ingenuity. What you talked about about the big chains, like the Home Depots or the O'Charlies or the big chain restaurants or things, and this is what I know from the corporate world. Okay. The government didn't shut or impose these restrictions on these big corporations. They imposed it on themselves. Because the people at the top because of, are liberals. Well, no, they're called— And they want to go to the parties in the, New York City. They're called risk managers is no, what they're, they're called. Not. And they say, listen, JT, <laughs> JT, JT. Wait, no, you, you're never going to— The the guy who helped found Home Depot Yeah. that sold out right. gave— what a hundred million dollars of Trump, right. and everybody lost their mind, and was going to boycott Home Depot. Sure, right. No. But the guy who found Starbucks, yeah, did all the things he did so he could go to the cool parties. Yeah, well, it's really. And, 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 but and, I've been and in they those are situations. The cool parties for me. I've been in those situations with risk managers and corporate attorneys for most of my professional career, and I'm, I'm in the stone road building business. So you can I imagine you. when when we do something, it's really we're dealing with explosives, we're dealing with heavy equipment. So when the risk managers speak, the the executives tend to listen, and they are lawyers, and they are overly cautious. But these big box stores are going to be following everything that minimizes their risk. But what happened, what is what happened the, the week after 
What happened the week after Walmart put out their little notice that got sent public that wasn't supposed to go public where they were doing their company training? They were doing their employee training. Right. And and, and, and somebody got a copy of it, just like Goodyear. Yeah, right. It says, oh, we're going to ban all political stuff except for LBGT and Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. No police officers, no American flags, no this. No. Mm-hmm. Goodyear took a hit, mm-hmm. a big hit. Right. Walmart was that good for an American company to take a hit? I mean, I don't think so. I don't think that's in our it, best interest. It's awesome yeah. that they took a hit, right? In my opinion, mm-hmm. my humble opinion, right? Because at the end of the day, the people that you know, they say the cream floats to the top. It does, right? But as a as a plumber, yeah, I know the turds do too. <laughs> that's a good one, JT. Yeah, but I, I'm but at the you. end of the day, when they made a corporate decision, oh, we're going to allow LGBT, we're going to allow Black Lives Matter, uh-huh. but you can't have an American flag or a police flag or this or or, or any of that sure. stuff. They crossed the line, well, and they, they can't have. see that line. Yeah, the, they maybe. don't see them. Walmart put out this policy mm-hmm. saying that everybody that comes in our store has got to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, guess what? They're not enforcing it. The week after that, right? I show up at Walmart, and this nineteen-year-old kid tells me, "He said you have to put on a mask to come in here." I said, right. "Have to." Right. I had a mask in my pocket. Yeah. I literally had a mask in my pocket. Right. That said Trump twenty twenty. Okay. If you're going to make me wear a mask, I'm going to buy one, and you're going to have to look at what I want you to see. Sure. That's my right. Absolutely. When that 18-year-old kid looked at me, and I'm 50 years old mm-hmm. or 49, and he says, you got you have to put on a mask to come in here. I was like, have to? Mm-hmm. He found out he was wrong. Okay. Because when I walked through the doors yeah. and I walked down the aisle, yeah. His corporate office has already put out a bulletin and say, "Hey, we're not going to turn away customers. You can offer them a mask. You can right. you can encourage them to wear a mask, but we are not in the enforcement business." Right. Here's where here's where the line is crossed. Right. It's when your corporations and your your little idiots that sit in the top office uh-huh. want to make law enforcement people out of their employees. They're not trained for that. I agree. That is wrong, and they shouldn't be asked to enforce it. Just Here's like the deal. Lowe's and Home Depot isn't allowed. Their their security people aren't allowed to follow somebody into the parking lot Right. when somebody steals a drill and runs out. Somehow. Well, it's crazy. It, they might it, get it, shot. It, they could get hurt. Anything could happen. It's a liability, right, that JT? Correct. That's, it's a liability. Just like if I catch COVID at Home Depot and I can prove that I caught it there, guess You're what's— You're not going to prove it. Get, oh, sure you can. You guess can't what's happening to Home Depot? If I if I work there, you can't prove. Yeah, sure you, you can. It anywhere. Sure you can. No, how? Absolutely. How? Contact tracing is very contract, simple. Contract tracing. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Okay. How involved? How involved in my personal life do you have to be to do contract tracing when you're tagging my cell phone? Well, see, that's it. See, see, they already know who you've been in contact that's with illegal. and where you've been. They well, don't. I, they don't have the right to know where all I've been well, by you, tracing my cell phone. If you check agree when you signed up for your cell phone, then it's not what I'm illegal. Trying to say, what yeah. I'm trying to tell you is they've crossed the line. 
that nobody's called them on, but it's getting called. Well, what I'm trying to say is, is that private companies can set their own rules and standards, no matter whether you like them or not. Just like Apple, just like Walmart, just like Home Depot, Facebook, just like Facebook. I'm in Facebook jail all the time. I got my badges. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a con- yeah. consistent flyer. Yeah, that's great. Facebook says they got six billion users. Yeah. Maybe Three billion of them are extra lives of yeah. people who've started their account because they end up in Facebook jail for saying what needs to be said. Yeah, or they're Russian bots, one of the oh, two, yeah, right? Yeah. That could well, be I'm bad. not a Russian yeah, bot. Yeah, right, right. I know you're but not. But I've got buddy. three accounts. Yeah. But, but yeah, you're right. And, um, and and it's not fair. Well, because but wait, the, why is it not fair? Facebook is not, a private company. They not, are not owned by the government. It's not a private so company. So they can make any rules they want to as long as they don't violate any federal law. They're violating federal law oh. by intruding into my life. Mm-hmm. They're reporting my contract tracing right. to the contract tracer. Yes, they are. Yeah, as a matter of fact, JT, you have an entire you have an entire dossier on every bit of social interaction you've had, and you have a score, JT. You have a social media score, and that's why I end up in jail so much. Because last year I had seven hundred fifty thousand interactions. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm hitting a million interactions. That's amazing. On my posts. That's really good. And they they put me in jail. For 30 days here and 30 days there, uh-huh. just because they know that people are listening. Yeah, maybe so. And I've got well, one post. I got one post that's had 70,000 shares. That's amazing. That's amazing. But here's the thing. My Once views again, on my Warrior Rounds uh-huh. consistently gets 10,000 views per episode. Right. That's awesome. But here's the thing. Facebook, once again, is a private company. And they can say, if, if, if this was the government Facebook, USA Facebook, then they couldn't ban your free speech unless it was I really, really bad. I understand it's a, it's a, it's a private company. Right. Just like they, Twitter. They've passed, they've passed a threshold well, to where this becomes an us versus them thing. Well, and this is where I think we can find some agreement because I don't like my meta- metadata being stored either. I don't like being scored on social media either. I don't like the invasion of someone else doing that to me. So these are some of the... But the reason why Facebook is so powerful is because... And I'm not going to... You're fine. You're going but, but they have been allowed to form a monopoly. Okay, and that's a lot of what is wrong with a there, lot our, of big business here in this country is that it's monopolistic. And their their argument mm-hmm. is that Twitter's as a, a competitor, sure, and and Instagram's a competitor, sure, but Instagram's owned by Facebook. Yeah. So, but here's here's the thing about where we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many Facebook followers does Donald Trump have? Sixty million, something like that. I don't know. It's a lot, isn't it? Twenty nine. Twenty nine million. Okay. How many does Joe Biden have? I have no idea. Two point six. Two point six. Okay. Well, now, I can tell you Twitter, right now. And the Twitter followers yeah. are are worse than that. Sure. But do you, do you what, think that's indicative of how the election will go? I, I think. I think, and this is just. My perspective. Hey, buddy, that's what we're here for. And the last thing I want to do is ever have, and and I tell my people that follow me all the time, they're like, why don't you just block that guy? Right. Because I've had people on my Facebook that are constantly this yin and yang. Trying to start something. Yeah. And they're like, why don't you just block that guy or that girl or whatever? And I'm like, you know, I don't want an echo chamber. Right. 
I really don't right. want an echo chamber where Me it's, either. at the end of the day, I want to be able to have a, a conversation. Right. First and foremost, L-B-G-Q-T-R-S-V-U-W-X-Y-Z. I'm not the labeler. Sure. I think you make a you great can, point. You can you can call me a deplorable, but mm. that galvanized us for Trump. Sure it did. The number one mistake of 2016 was her to come out and say, you're deplorable. You're deplorable. Hey, that listen, galvanized so, us. So, so I agree with you. I think that when you do something like that, it's really degenerating to the other it side. It becomes a, a badge of honor well, for sure me. Sure it does. And, and listen, both sides are guilty. I mean, listen, every time Donald Trump opens his mouth, he says something you know really ugly about that's, somebody well, most of the time. And, 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 so, and, that, and that's fine. But there's not as many people on your side as there are on mine. Maybe, maybe uh, we're going to abs- find out. Absolutely, I'm. I'm really going to enjoy that steak dinner. We're going to have that steak yeah, dinner. That's right. I, I promise I, you. I, one way or the other, we're having a steak dinner. So we we've touched on the virus and and how it impacts the economy, right? Well, the, here, here's the thing. Yeah. Where did the virus start? Well, we've been told it started in China, and there is some suspect that it didn't, that it, you know, there are some people that believe that it came from a weapons lab, right? But even though we have seen the scientists say, and I don't know, I'm not a scientist, I can't read the DNA sequencing of a virus, but an expert can, and I have to depend on that expert to tell me whether he... I'm I'm prior military. Right. I'm a veteran. Yes. What happened in October of 2019? October of 2009. You'll have to refresh me. Well, here, here's for all your viewers okay. that don't necessarily listen to my side. Sure. What happened in October of 2019? Okay. Coronavirus mm-hmm. has a 14 to 21-day incubation period. Right. Before anybody knows they're even close to sick, Right. Can be even asymptomatic. This virus, sick. this virus right. has ultimately been sixty and older. Uh huh. Correct. Right. Seems to be as far as the so deaths what, go. What happened in these? What happened in October of two thousand nineteen? A trade deal. I don't know. The Wuhan military games. Of oh, the Wuhan military games. Okay. So the Wuhan military games in China, in mm-hmm. Wuhan, China. Mm-hmm. Brought in military competitors from all over the world. Okay. So you've got 20, 18 to 35 year Countries. old, 18 yeah. to 35 year old military members right. that go there to compete in the, the world military games. Right. These guys are not the guys that's going to get sick. Sure. What we're going to ultimately find out. And you can call me a conspiracy theorist, whatever you want to do. Uh-huh. But these eighteen to thirty-five year old military people that went there to do the mil- the Wuhan game uh-huh. uh, games, uh-huh. military games, went to one hundred and thirty other countries when they left, carrying a virus that was released by China. You think intentionally? I think that when they were there to compete in these military games, they infected them. They infected the 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 the, the military members mm-hmm. that in turn went to 120 other countries, right? Carrying that virus, but they weren't susceptible. Okay, they weren't even going to show signs of it because unless you were just asymptomatic of another disease, right? 
it ain't even going to show up that you're asymptomatic. They call it asymptomatic. Right, where you don't have any symptoms. You don't even that know you're just that a carrier. you're sick. You're just a right. carrier. Well, this is not a new term. I mean, it's been around since smallpox, since polio, since all of the and things. And I understand. But they left in October. Yeah. All of these COVID cases. Went around the world. Started popping up in December. Mm-hmm. Right. So by the time you go home, spend right. a couple of weeks with your family. Mm-hmm. After the Wuhan games, whether you won or lost, you've been deployed, you went to the game, right. you come home, you infect your family members, and then in December, all this starts showing up. Sure. So so here's the thing. I'm not uh, – I can't – like I said, I can't read the DNA I sequencing bet. on a virus, so I can't tell you whether this is created in a lab or not. Only what's been reported – and unfortunately, uh, I can only rely on those experts who've spent their entire life doing that. Now, you want to say that that's a controlled message that there's they're not telling us? That, there's a lot of experts out there that are saying that, but they ain't getting the media that everybody else. Okay. Here's 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 my problem. Here, okay. Here's my biggest problem. Sure. With the whole deal. Yeah. Is the microphone is on the left. Okay. Okay. The people who have control uh-huh. of the microphone right. have one story. Yeah. Operation Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. You, have you seen that? No. Tell me about that. You know that. what all that is? Tell me about that. No, no, no. Okay. I want well, you, well, I you, want say you to that do the your own research because I don't want you just to listen okay. to me. Well, listen, the, you say the people on the left have the microphone, but the president of the United States has the biggest microphone. And he uses it extremely well. And, and you does. hate it because the Twitter. No. When I, he, twi- when he does that tweet, when he yeah. does that tweet every morning, yeah. he's writing every news producers headlines well yeah sure because they they work in conjunction with each other sure they're a kitty chasing his ball right and if i want to tweet something out and and i can get everybody's attention i'm gonna get everybody's attention and i'm gonna write your headline two scoops yeah let's go back to two scoops controlling the media i understand that's what i'm saying but you just said that the left has the microphone but then we just both agreed that he has a very powerful microphone. But and you he say uses that I hate it. it. You he say uses that I, it anti because everything he tweets, the left twists into the message he wants you to be upset. He wants me to be upset about the way the left took it. Yeah. But right. the left twists it the same way he wants them to twist it every time. Well, I, I think you're right to some extent. They do fall into the trap of chasing every shiny ball that they Donald Trump throws out. They chase every shiny yard. ball down there. But I don't hate Donald Trump for that. What I am is confused because Donald Trump says one thing one day and he says something totally opposite the next. For example, like the Woodward book, right? You've heard about the Bob Woodward and him saying that he knew the virus was deadly. He knew that it was easily and transmitted. And he was going to downplay it just and like was Obama downplay was going to downplay it. Obama downplayed it in, a, in, in on uh, March the 2nd right? and says, don't be afraid. Right. Follow the science. Let's sure. follow this. Right. Don't, no masks. Well, well, listen. Obama tweeted on March the second. No mask. No mask. Right. Pelosi, February the twenty eighth. Sure. February the twenty eighth. After she's been in the national media, right, calling Trump a xenophobe for shutting off flights from China. Right. There's she's politics. in Chinatown. Sure. In San Francisco, sure. saying, hey, we're having Chinatown festivities. Come on down. It's safe. And she ain't wearing a mask. Right. And they said, no mask, no mask, no mask. And then all of a sudden, you don't hand somebody a mask. Handing somebody a mask five years, five months into a pandemic. 
Right. It's like giving a condom to somebody at a baby That's shower. That's already pregnant. Right. Yeah. So I couldn't agree with you more if we had bit the bullet and did what we su- were supposed to do the first 45 days and actually shut everything down and had the spine but, to do it, we but, would be in much but better we shape. We're calling Trump. You're. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a, that's not the bomb, you're, y'all. You're 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 in my side. Yeah. Your side was calling Trump a racist and a bigot for shutting down flights from China on in January. There there it I don't deny they, that. They they you go back and look. I don't deny that people overreact to Donald Re- Trump's tweets as research, well. Research, research. Hang on. Yeah. Research. The left. Right. The left. Not one person on the left. Right took coronavirus serious until after the impeachment failed. Well, so... Not one person. Even so Pelosi you, so you at the national that, level so, so at the end of February yeah. is saying, come on down to Chinatown, it's got right? safe. But what you're insinuating there is that the Democrats are intentionally, because they failed at the at the impeachment, that they're intentionally playing up the coronavirus Believe it, 100%. in order to... To damage 1, the president. Percent. Okay. So, but once again, let me let me go back down the line. We're in a Republican supermajority in Tennessee with a Republican governor. There are five Democrats breathing in Nashville. Okay. So we have, and you have a Republican there's president. A lot, there's a lot more than five. So why is that? Why did that? No, it's a supermajority. There's only three in the Senate and like seven in the House. I mean, the Republicans run at free will in Nashville. No. So. Uh, yeah, there's they a do. Lot, there's a lot. Hey. There's a lot of Democrats that call themselves Republicans okay. in the Tennessee Supreme okay. Majority. Okay. Okay. All right. So, well, that's that's another story that we can have because we've got to find out what's going to happen to the Republican Party when Donald Trump loses this election. He's not losing. Yeah. Okay. But, but you, you don't even, you don't even want to go there with me. There's no chance. There's really? absolutely zero probability. There really? is zero. You just said it three times earlier. Uh, incumbent wins ninety nine percent of the time. That's so. It's so, it's it's done. JT, he's going to win more this time than he won last time. I, I I disagree with you, but he could have. And let me tell you how he could have had he taken this virus seriously and been honest with the American people up front. He's honest now. Then, he was honest then. Then I think he would have been reelected. He, he shut this stuff virus. down. He shut it down. Yeah, he did. Was called racist and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then everybody wants to go back and say, oh, well, he should have done more. Y'all were calling him a liar and a racist when he was doing it to start with. Well, that's because he says. Because that's y'all because are ignorant. He, but that's because he lies and, and says racist things. And I'm not saying you're things. ignorant. I'm yeah, just I know saying you're not, there's buddy. a lot of ignorant people out there. I know, buddy. I, I don't take it personally. Nadler, Shifty Shift. Nasty Nancy, Chuck Schumer—they all play the game. They, they all play the game. I agree. They all play the game. I agree. I told you. I that- don't believe a thing any of them say. AOC. Yeah. I laugh at her. Oh, I think she gets primaried, but all anyway. My bu- all my buddy, well, well, the she, primaries are over. She, well, I know, but she'll end up getting primaried. You mark my word. So, before. So when Bernie Sanders dies, the Bernie movement, I, I don't know who they're going to coalesce around. You guys are going to lose Baltimore. You're going to lose – you're going to lose – Isaiah seat. Uh huh. I believe with uh-huh. all my heart and soul right. that you're going to lose four seats in California. You're not expecting to okay. lose. Okay. What about Arizona in the Senate? You think there ain't no way Mark Kelly wins that race? You no. think? Really? Absolutely not. Okay. The Senate, the Senate will stay Republican and probably pick up three seats. Okay. 
I believe we're going to pick up 35 seats in this House. Okay. I think you're going to have a Republican House, right. a Republican Senate, and Donald Trump in the White House. And here's what's going to happen. Yep. They're going to fix the things that have been needed fixed for decades. Okay. And like when what? they set that, when they set that problem, well, the first, I think one of the first things that he will accomplish yeah. is immigration reform. Okay. That has never been allowed to be done before because it's either been a, a Republican House or a Republican. I so, think. So immig- what's the difference now than in 2016 when he won, when he had a. Because f- he had Paul Ryan. So Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan's a rhino. He's he's the one ruining Fox News right now. Yeah, that's what you told me last week, man. I and love I, to I dig in on that. that. I, I love. I, yeah. Paul Ryan was is on the board of Fox News. Right. And since he got on the board of Fox News, you've hired. Uh, well, Juan Williams was already there, but the what's that? Donna Brazil. Donna Brazil. Yeah. You're having mm-hmm. all these stories. Unless it's Tucker Carlson, unless it's uh, Sean Hannity, you ain't buying it. Yeah. Uh, well, I like the gut feel show, and that's right. again back to the whole point. Right. You got on the gut feel show. You got Juan Williams. I like Juan Williams. I, I like think he's very fair. In his face. I think he's very he's, fair. He's an idiot from yeah. the from the word go. Chris Wallace has showed more of his underlying. I really belly. like. I really like Chris yeah, Wallace. I'm sure yeah. you do. Yeah. Because he's a pain in my butt. <laughs> yeah. Because Chris Wallace. It's not a journalist. He's an op-ed guy. He really is. Yep. Okay. He's op-edding it. Kind of like Bill Crystal. Kind of like David French. Kind of like. At the end of the day, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Right. Democratic, liberal radio shows. Right. Liberal TV always goes bankrupt because nobody listens. Because the liberals, even though they hate Republicans, will listen to their shows so that they know what to be mad about. I don't care anything. I I have not watched CNN, but maybe a handful of times, and I've done it. At you listen. To, you listen to ninety nine point seven during the day, don't when, you? Don't, when, well, don't make your WGNS family when, mad. But when you know. when when I listen to CNN and Ashton Cooper, right? When I know I'm going to be able to laugh at them. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, JT, I mean, we've only got a few minutes left, Anderson but you Cooper, won't. But you won't even entertain the idea that if Donald Trump loses, he's not losing. Okay. Not one, not and, one second. Okay, and, not and, one second. And so, what are the priorities? You said the priorities were to immigration reform. I, immigration because, because See, of, Donald Trump offered them the deal of a lifetime uh-huh. and ten million, ten million right immigrants a path to citizenship. You're talking about the Dreamers, and and they wouldn't take. No, they only asked for eight million. He offered them ten million mm-hmm. a path to citizenship. Mm-hmm. And here's what they didn't want. They didn't want a path to citizenship where someone with a with a felony record couldn't couldn't get uh, Americanized. Well, I don't. I the think criminal, that's wrong. I don't think we should be making felons into American citizens, if especially if they're felons here. Trump is going to fix immigration, hundred percent. Okay. The next thing he's going to do is he's going to work on these trade deals. He's going to keep hammering on the trade deals. Mm-hmm. He's like I said, I made you laugh last week. Yeah. He sold rice to China. Yeah, right. He did make me laugh for that line. He, he, yeah, he sold that's a good China. one. But let me let me go back to the Dreamers real fast. I know a young lady right here in Rutherford County. Uh, she was working for Chris Hale's campaign. Uh, I think she's gone back to Brown University now. She's an Ivy Leaguer, but she went to school here. She's a Rutherford County native, lived here her whole life, uh, was the valedictorian at Central Magnet, which is the I got one of the biggest schools here. Got a full scholarship to Brown. She's a dreamer. She's lived here her entire life, 
Okay. But she's not an American citizen. If she's if, look, and I've, so I've I been think you're the, with me, JT. I I'm, think that you think she page. should be an American citizen. She should have a path to citizenship. Yes, I agree. One thousand percent. It is wrong to bring a three or four year old kid here, put them in school, let them grow up side by side with my kids. Right, and then drop them back and in Mexico. And drop them back in Mexico where well, they don't wherever, know anything. Right, that's crazy. Yes. Uh, it's, it's it's idiotic. I'm glad we agree on that, JT. No, it's, it, it, it is absolutely idiotic. Mm-hmm. But if that that dreamer yeah. along the way right. is selling drugs and working with MS-13. That's a totally different story. No, 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 no. A crime is but, a crime. But, but the, here's what liberals, uh-huh. in my opinion, and uh-huh. Democrats, they don't want to define it too far. Yeah. They don't want to accept responsibility. Well, this Democrat for the ones that for the ones that that have messed up. Yeah, this Democrat will define it for you See, that if I, that I'll if go, you're I'll illegal, illegal in this country and if you commit a crime, then you have shouldn't you, have a chance. Have you of heard about Have you heard about the communities in Mexico and northern Mexico that are filled with? Veterans that served in the United States military—that's correct. That but were kicked that, out. That were kicked out yes. because they they had committed a crime or whatever. JT, why does Donald Trump let that happen? But but see, here here's the thing: until we're ready to face immigration, you go back to your point mm-hmm. with COVID. Yeah. How many's too many? Right. When you're talking about less than one percent of the society, yeah, less than less than one percent, these. 1,500 to 2,000 veterans right. are just a, a small blip on the radar. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just honest. That's not what we put our national focus on. Right. But I believe if you served one day in this uniform, if you've done a crime, you should pay your time, and then you get out. I'm for the. I, I'm a Republican. Mm-hmm. I've got people that have worked for me. That did five years in a penitentiary. Mm-hmm. That when they got out, you believe I wanted in redemption. To give a, I, re, I believed in giving them a second yeah, chance. You believe in redemption. When you come out of prison, mm-hmm. if you if you're off parole, yeah, and you're an active, productive member of society, you should get your voting rights back. I agree but with you. you should you get heads, your gun rights you back? Knuckle, you knuckleheads that want to let felons vote while they're in jail. Yeah, now that's no, no, crazy. No, no, no. no. I mean, Joe I, Biden. And AOC and and Camilla Harris all said that the Boston bombers should be able to vote. Yeah, no, I don't agree. They with said that, that. So they said that from the political stage, as running for president nominee or whatever you want to call it, right. that the Boston bombers should be able to vote. Yeah. he should never, ever, ever get a chance to vote in America. JT, we've got to cut this show off. We we have already <laughs> run up on an hour. And listen, I love having you on here, but and see, I love having no, these discussions because we, well, we got to meet in the middle. Yes, we do. Well, I guarantee you, we agree on a lot more things than either one of us would would. But we found something tonight that we agreed on, and we got to continue to doing that. Even though you won't entertain the idea that Joe Biden might win this election, Don't, Joe Biden has got a <laughs> snowball's chance and hell rolling. Okay, it ain't gonna happen. Man, that steak did it.
Bitter's going to be good. Listen, folks, thank you. Uh, JT yeah, because I'm not going to have to pay for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> JT Cooper, he hosts On Mission Radio Program. You guys should check it out, especially the veterans that listen to our program, WGNS Radio, at 5 o'clock every Sunday. He's doing a lot of good things for veterans out here. JT, thanks for joining the man in the middle again. Stephen, you're awesome. Yes, sir. Thank I, you. I, we're going to be friends. Yes, we are. I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle, and I'll see you next week. I'm going-